Hello there. Yo. Howdy. Mr. Minnow. Mr. Cannon. You missed Sludge last week. Did I really? Yeah. What was he up to? I saw him in Vegas. He was laying by a, a pool wearing like... Socks? Yeah, like khaki, like, like weird khakis. <laughs> so, like ankle socks that were too big. You know, like, I think good ankle socks kind of like, they kind of, uh, they fall at the top of the shoe or just below it. But yeah. his were the ones that went almost like mid-calf ankle socks and then like, you know, cross trainers. <laughs> he was laying by the pool in Vegas and I just thought like, what? What's his life right now? What's he do? What's he, what was he up to? He was doing a live broadcast for the Canelo Alvarez Amir Khan fight. Mm. <laughs> he's in Philly. He, he has a pretty good radio job right now. And he's at like the biggest sports station in Philadelphia. That's awesome. He's a good man, and I, we, you and I both like. Oh yeah. As much as, much as we talk shit, he gave us both uh, our starts pretty much. Yeah, he, well, not me, he gave you your start, but me, he really helped out a lot, because I was... Yeah, he was a champion of you, yeah, no, he put me on the air first, but he was like a big, big yeah. supporter of both of us. Like, I remember when I was just a young intern, I'd always just walk in that studio and talk to him about just everything. Yeah. And he yep. gave me good tips. Yeah. He's still a man of good tips. He is. It's it's funny, we were talking about how he only talks to base through Facebook Messenger. Jesus. And- <laughs> And 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 this is true. I do answer my because uh, I have people set up to be like muted, and some people to go right through. So I did make this call, the, the statement last week, that my only contact with Jay the Gay is through Facebook Messenger. But I actually get Facebook Messenger quicker than I get text messaging. That being said, most people that you only have Facebook Messenger conversations with, you don't care about. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even. I dude, this might sound crazy. I have Facebook. I don't, I don't know what I don't have Facebook Messenger. I've never seen it. I haven't checked my Facebook messages in. I'm not kidding you. At least five years. I bet you have like, hey man, you want to come check out the Rage Against the Machine reunion <laughs> and, and uh, <laughs> like 2011. Uh, <laughs> hey man, I think I could get um, Hulk Hogan in studio for his match with The Rock. <laughs> WrestleMania 17 is gonna be awesome. Here's- Here's my logic, and I could be completely wrong. If I find anything that is necessary or vital or important enough to make it into, like, my daily life yeah, will, will come to me in a proper way. It, like, so, exactly. If there's, like, a pressing need, someone would call, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and you're not hard to find through email or, like, no. Twitter, Facebook, whatever. No, I mean, yeah, they could just put a, a message. There's a ways to yeah, so I just figure anything there is like the sub junk that I, I really don't care about. That's a good point. Maybe I'll just give Jay the Game my number and just get rid of Facebook Messenger. Seriously, if he's the only one, just just have him text you and ditch it. Hmm. <laughs> There's no, I mean, I don't know. I, like I said, I haven't checked it in five years, and I'm I, like, I I don't wake up feeling like I missed something. Oh damn! I didn't check my Facebook. You know what? You're right. Because <laughs> it's okay. So Twitter has the reach of celebrities. Right? Yes. If you have someone in studio, you tag them on Twitter, a lot of the time they'll see it. Facebook has zero reach to anyone. Right. Like anyone of importance, they're not going to see you on Facebook. You're exactly right. Facebook. Exactly right. Yep. So you're right. There's really no. And and if if you want to talk to people, 
on your Facebook page, the ones you want to talk to, you probably have their number. Right. For me, I, and, and maybe I'm maybe I, I could be like in the minority. For me, Facebook is like it's like this ongoing sort of like memento album for me. Like I just put stuff up that I'm. So, like, you know, you can just scroll back through it, or you have this archive of things you've done. It's basically just an archive. I don't look at Facebook like, oh, I can't wait to talk to my cousin about the big surprise party for my (laughs) uncle. Like, I don't care. I get invited to events on Facebook, Mm -hmm. and then they're like, oh, you're invited. I'm like, I was? Yeah, Facebook. Well, well, I don't check that. And and here's another thing I don't get about Facebook, and you might be able to shed some light on this, because I think you use it more than me. How can people add you to a group and then like you're added to it and you get all these notifications? Yeah, I, I leave. I don't care. I don't care. I love microphone, like sure microphone. <laughs> I never, I never agreed to that. And then I'm flooded with this. Shit. It's like that's how what ruined MySpace. Let me tell you how much I hate groups. If the group was called the Misfits, Mayonnaise, Hulk Hogan group, I'd still leave the group. Because every every time someone adds me to a group, it infuriates me, and I How immediately leave the group. Like, is there a thing that you can? I don't even look at it enough to know. Like, is there a setting you you can change to not let that happen? Well, I had to change where no one could just post on my Facebook wall because it would be like, "Hey, man, come out!" Uh, they would just tag me for no reason. Yeah, so uh, Beaver's Bar and Grill is having three for one hot dogs or whatever. <laughs> And I'd be tagged with <laughs> 900 other people. And then they'd get all these comments and notifications. Hey, man, is it all beaver? Is it really beaver or pussy? <laughs> not, so then I'm involved in this conversation. So now if you if you just post on my wall, I have to approve it. And I, I don't approve anything. because You know why That's I don't approve smart. anything? You know why I don't approve anything? Because I don't check th- those things. Right. I don't even know when I get a notification of someone <laughs> posting on my wall. So really what it comes down to is like once a month you'll think about it and, and glance through them and ignore all of them. I, I don't even do that because it, it comes in a different section, <laughs> I think. So I don't even know what people are trying to put on my wall anymore. But once again, anyone who puts something on your wall, it's not important enough to know what it is. Exactly. Because why would someone ever post on your wall? Why do they need their own post on your wall? <laughs> It's all you know. You know what that's for? It's for like jealous girlfriends to post. Like if their boyfriend's a scumbag, they'll post a picture. Yep, me and Johnny hanging out by the beach. <laughs> My man Johnny, he loves so me. Really, so, so wall posts like post someone's wall is, is really just like it's grounds for like antagonizing. Yeah, all that's all it is. Or, or some guy. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Mano's a doo doo face. Haha, <laughs> just playing. Oh, okay. I'm glad. I'm glad you went out of your way to do a, a post on my wall. <laughs> oh wait! Awesome. Oh wait! Ryan, hold that thought, ladies and gentlemen. Base. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to come on. <laughs> Base. We were um, talking about Facebook Messenger again. And how it's pretty much useless, right? I mean, I know I know it's your only contact with people like Sludge. I, I just got the Sludge Messenger at this point. <laughs> so so you only use Facebook Messenger to talk to Sludge. I only use it to talk to Jay the Gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds appropriate. <laughs> 
But we, Ryan was saying that he he hasn't checked his Facebook messages in five years, and he, he makes a great point that really, is there anything that you've ever gotten on a Facebook message that is important to you? Never, never, <laughs> never. I've never gotten a, I've never gotten a Facebook post that was important to me. A message that was important to me. Anyway. <laughs> Post to yeah, really, it's really if if you shut down Facebook, you probably wouldn't miss out on anything. I mean, we work no. in radio, so we have to have it kind of. I yeah. find it just a way for me to show off about myself, and I could really care less about anybody else. Yeah, base shows off and then shows off all his different microphone pictures. Yeah, and I'll I'll post a picture of DJ, and I'll just check for a couple hours to. If I busted a hundred likes, and that's about it. Here's me with an RE80 microphone. This is one of my favorites. It really hits the low end of my vocals. <laughs> Got to make sure it rolls off the right way. <laughs> <laughs> well, base, you'll appreciate this. So, I was at the casino, and I was in a poker tournament, which I lost. So, you, when you lose money to casino, you immediately feel like a piece of shit. Like you feel like, what am I doing here? Number one, we've talked right. about this it before. Is- it is very cheap hunger feeling, yeah. You're you don't know what to do. How did I get here? You, you want to get you, <laughs> you want to get something out of the casino. So right. what you end up doing is you ask for a free buffet. So I went oh. up to I went up to one of the hosts. I said, "Hey, can I have a buffet?" And you you I think we talked about this, right, Ryan? Like you just feel like the biggest loser ever asking a casino host for something. Like you have your head down. <laughs> Hey, can it's I like the ultimate humbling yourself? Yeah, because <laughs> you, you you don't you don't want to go to the ATM, even right. if you have money in your wallet. You've already spent way more than you planned on spending. Just <laughs> have your head down. Hey, I can have a, and you don't want. It's almost like uh, trying to get a hooker from some guy. I don't know if they still sell hookers. Like I don't know if you still go up to a pimp or whatever. But right. yeah, I imagine you go up to a pimp. Hey, does she she interested? Is she, how much? Or if you're going to like buy weed, if you're going to buy weed off some random drug dealer, hey, how, how much? How much for a dime bag? <laughs> That's how I have it. Uh, hey, can I get a buffet? What? Can I get a buffet? Wait, what? You want a buffet, honey? Yeah, buffet. He wants a buffet. Do you have your card? So what? What do they do? I, I like again. This is. I only go to casinos through you. Like I live like all of my casino experience has been through you. What is their typical, how do they handle that? Are they like, yeah, of course, no problem. Or like, do they act like it's a, a, them putting, you're putting them out? Like, well, let me, let me run it up the flagpole, sit tight. They act exactly like both of those different ways, depending on who you talk to. So if you talk to a nice casino host, oh, no problem. Let me, let me just, uh, what's your name? Or give me your card. The assholes. <laughs> I, I don't know if you have enough points. I don't know. Let me check. <laughs> let me run it. Let me check. Let me give me your card. And then they're so happy to tell you you don't have enough points, and they put your card on a table. They don't even hand it to you, and they walk away. You ain't, you don't, you're out. You don't got enough points. <laughs> but some people like I, like, I, I also really hate that feeling, like when you've lost a lot of money at a casino, and you get the elevator, and the people that get on are about to go gamble, and you're like, man, I remember when I had that spring of my step. <laughs> That's true. Place. That's exactly right, Bates. That's you're right. You're you're actually jealous in a way. <laughs> Because they're yeah. coming in for fun still, and you're leaving with horror. Like, like they're, uh, they still have they still have an option to like leave that place pretty happy. Whereas I'm like, man, I can't even afford the White Castle right now. 
I've never left the <laughs> casino happy, even if I win money. Because anytime, like, let's say, I think I've won. What's the most everyone at a casino? I don't know, like a thousand dollars, let's say. Mm-hmm. And even when you leave with the thousand, you were up fifteen hundred before the thousand. Oh, there's still some loss involved with winning. Every oh, every win comes with some degree of loss. Yeah, so like you're 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 never happy. You always leave <laughs> upset, no matter what the situation is. But um, so so and not, not just that, not just that. But even when you win, you're like, all right, I want a thousand bucks. But I had to spend seven hours with inmate-looking people. Oh, yeah. Smelling, smelling like smoke. This might not have been worth it. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. Um, so I get the buffet. The lady was very nice, actually. And she was, like, making, you know, some small talk. Maybe she was hollering at me. Who knows? Could have been. Because she's like, oh, she's like, oh, I'll do it for you, even though you're a Sox fan. I'm like, what? Then girl, don't play me like that. I didn't see it. I just said, no, oh, thanks. Um, so anyways, I go up to the, the buffet, and here's another thing. It's it's like going to a strip club alone when you're alone at a buffet. Could you feel like a bigger piece of garbage? <laughs> we What was the lady? Um, the lady from Taxi, we had Mary Lou Henner, the lady who could yeah. remember everything. So she said she could read faces, and she told me, Oh, you're you're like a heart attack waiting to happen. You have way too much sugar and dairy. So she like spooked me, right? So I stopped wow. I stopped drinking iced coffee in the morning because of that. And oh, I, really? Yeah, oh yeah, cuz I don't want to, you know. I mean, she went through everyone's face and like depending on what that person had a problem with, she was like dead on. So I haven't been drinking That's coffee. crazy. Yeah, it, it's wild. And she's like, "Oh, she's like you have a problem uh dairy and sugar." Which is right. Yeah. She didn't say so, may- she didn't say mayo, but when, when she saw Roker, did she go, Let's go to a break first. I'll come back and bring some <laughs> Yeah. She, she's like, You might want to call uh, a funeral home. Get set up your arrangements. Um, see, you've already had a stomach bypass surgery and you weigh double the amount before. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um so I'm waiting in line to eat this buffet solo. And there's this huge guy who, and, and Ryan, we could add this to the list of things you can't look cool doing. Yep. You can't look cool talking smack if you have a huge piece of chicken skin on your face. <laughs> and he was, he was, he was, he was with these three. He's like, yeah, so you know what I'm saying? They, they, they don't know I'm a man. I'm a man. They don't know who this, who I'm a is. They don't know that. And I am the one they come to, but they don't know that I don't fuck around. You know what I'm saying? They don't know I don't fuck around. And I've been a man for a minute, and they don't know that. And, and this guy had a, pe- a huge piece of chicken skin hanging off his face. There were three women around him, like, sitting on his every word. And then I was in line for a while because, it, for some reason, they, they want to make you wait for your buffet, even though there's a million seats. And eventually, after a long time, the woman, like, pulled it off his beard. This piece of chicken. Ew. It was so gross. That's the worst, having someone else pull it off, like just take it off. Oh, that's gross. But to be the person <laughs> to touch that disgusting face Ew. and peel off a piece of chicken skin that was in his beard. His beard wasn't kept. It was one of those, <laughs> one of those like comic book shop beards, the mo- like unkept, <laughs> disgusting beards. Yeah. 
Like Yosemite Sam? Uh, kind of, but just real disgusting. Just picture a really, like he, he was laying in a big pile of mattresses for like three, three weeks and then uh. woke up. <laughs> Here's what I, here, real quick, I don't know if there is, <laughs> I'm, I'm anxious, anxious to hear if there's any more once you got inside, but when you're waiting in line, like when they're sort of treating you, they're like disrespecting everyone the same, you're all waiting, you're waiting in line for a buffet, isn't everyone on equal footing? Like who's, who thinks they're the man when they're waiting in line for a buffet? <laughs> yeah, it's like everyone's in line at, at a bachelor, there's certain guys who go to bachelor parties and they all line up to get blowjobs in the bathroom. Oh, you're not going to go? No. Why? Well, first of all, you're waiting in line with all your friends and you're, you're going to go after them. Oh yeah, man. It's yeah, only 50 I, I, bucks. But like this guy behind you or in front of you talking about how people don't know he's the man when really he's waiting for like, he no, no, he, he was, he was already sitting down eating. Oh, you're sitting. Oh, I got you. Okay, I yeah. thought he had chicken on his face in line. Oh no, not, not just old chicken from like a previous <laughs> meal. <laughs> I just feel like a buffet is probably one of the, like the last places anyone should talk big game. Oh yeah, it's the absolute last place. And he he was holding court too. Yeah, they don't know work, and he was talking about work and something about yeah. Nah, I I do me, me. I do mean mine. <laughs> But I, what I was saying is that I was actually on a health kick that day, so I went in there trying not to eat like a slob. But I wanted it for free because I wanted something for my money. Right. It's like in Swingers where she says, you can't leave here without getting something for free. And, and that, that's how I feel. So anyways, I'm sitting there, and I got like corn on the cob, uh, just like chicken, plain chicken. Mm-hmm. And I was eating very healthy. And I was just watching. Everyone in the buffet was a complete slob. Not one person was under, I think the least someone was, was like 60 or 70 pounds overweight. It was gross. And then I went to the bathroom and there was a a metal guy with a ponytail. And do you ever see like a metal type guy, like a heavy metal metal guy? guy. This guy wasn't even fat. He was just like a little, you ever see those metal guys who have a little bit of fat on them? Like picture someone like, um. Like Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick or something, right? Yeah, like they're not in good shape, but they have some. They have a little bit of stuff everywhere. They're soft. Yeah, they're soft and, and just if they're wearing, they wear t-shirts tucked in and they don't look good. That kind of look. <laughs> he was in the bathroom, and I've never now I've never seen this before. I don't know if all guys do this. I've never had a ponytail, but he put water like on the front of the ponytail to sling it back, and then he like. He, like, dipped the tip. Like, he put water on the tip of his ponytail. I wonder why. I wonder what that, what effect that achieved. Does that keep... Now, if you if you listen to the show and you have a ponytail or you know someone, what's the point of that? Does it keep it tight at the bottom, like a little arrow? <laughs> but it looked disgusting. Like, he, he... I don't remember if he dipped it in the faucet. I think he did, because... I'm trying to remember if he dipped it in the faucet or if he like put water in his in his in the palm of his hand and just like dipped it in his hand. But he dipped so after, it after you leave a situation like this, Abe, like you, you walk out of the bathroom with the ponytail guy back through the buffet where you just like sat and watched these people eat and lost money. How long after you leave a situation like that do your spirits return? <laughs> Probably not like, till I wake up the next day. 
Is that what it, I was going to say? You have to sleep it off until you wake up and like <laughs> much, start yeah. over. Like if you had a bad day, how, if you have a bad day at work or whatever when you used to go to school, right. like how think about how long it took you to recover. It's it's yeah, not instant. Right. It all, exactly, you're right. <laughs> it's not something you just instantly get over. <laughs> yeah, you don't go. You don't sit in your car and go. Well, that was. You know that was that, and then move. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. No, on to the on to the next thing. <laughs> Just another uh, another moment in my life. No problems. Let's move on to the next. <laughs> now I'm gonna go wash my car. Just part of my day. This horrible situation at the casino on a Saturday. You know what? I, I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with this. Have you ever told someone you're going to the bathroom and then they say, "Oh, uh, you better wash your hands." No. Have you guys ever not, dealt with that? Not really. Have you ever heard? You've never heard that before, though. Not anyone that better wash hands. Like if I shake my hand, if I shake someone's hand after I came out of the bathroom and they were wet, I'll be like, "Oh, I just wash my hands." They'll be like, "Well, good. I'm glad." They're- is that a different thing than you're talking about? The yeah, yeah, completely. Like, in other words, there's certain people when someone tells them they're going to the bathroom, they always because like if you're at the gym or if you're anywhere, they're like, make sure you wash your hands. And, and there's people. I don't, that, I, I don't. I don't think I've had anybody say that to me since I was like in the in kindergarten going to the bathroom, and my mom said, make sure to wash your hands. You guys might I don't think as an adult, it's never happened. You might mm-hmm. notice it. Not, now that I've mentioned it, you might notice it. But I was in this situation the other day at the gym. And I was thinking, okay, so it's either that I never wash my hands ever, right? Mm-hmm. Or am I choosing this one instance not to wash my hands? So it's either, if you tell someone you better wash your hands, that means that, does that mean that I always have um, like pink eye remnants on my hands? Because why would no. I just, if, if it's either I always have, it's, there's two ways you do this. After you go to the bathroom, you either always wash your hands or you never wash your hands. I always wash my hands, right? So the Me person too. telling yeah. you, you better wash your hands, are they insinuating that, A, you've never washed your hands? Because I've been around this person for 20 years, and that means I've always had shitty hands. Or are they saying, well, maybe this one time he's not going to wash his hands. It'd be like telling you, Ryan, hey, make sure to breathe. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! You're you're walking home from work today. Make sure to breathe on your way home. You're right. It would be. It, it, go ahead, Dave. No, I was just gonna say I've actually heard that like every piece of equipment at the gym has like more shit on it than anything else. Like everything is really, really dirty at a gym. So maybe it's just like, hey, this gym is really fucking dirty. So whatever you do in the bathroom, make sure you wash your hands afterwards. No, this was like, oh, because you're using the bathroom, you better wash your hands if you're gonna be around me. But it's like. That means that I never wash my hands or this one time, this one time in my life, you know what? I'm not going to wash my hands because I'm working out with these fucks. That's, that is a weird, it's a weird piece of advice to give as an adult to an adult. Yeah. It really is. I, I'm like, I'm a little shocked that someone says that. It, honestly, it's like if I said, you know, if I was texting with a coworker and they're like, hey, I'm running 10 minutes late. Be sure to brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like what now if it's someone who smells 
every day, you would recommend, hey, you should start wearing deodorant. But that's you giving them a tip for life. Like, you should start. Well, Not- yeah, and it's a tip that comes, it's like cause and effect. Like, you're giving the tip because something is happening or has happened. But, like, so, but just saying wash your hands, that's confusing. You're like, why? Wait, why? Why now are you telling me? That? Yeah, so so every other time it was okay that I did not wash my hands, or what? Like the other hundred times we've worked out. Oh, well, I never wash my hands. You never had a problem with it before, or I've always remembered to wash them, but this one time, ah, uh, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> it is interesting that anytime I tell my mom that like I have a headache. She instantly asked me if if I have pressure on my chest. Oh <laughs> like, man. Are you feeling any wow. pressure? Are you are you feeling any pressure on your chest? So basically <laughs> any anything like if, if I'm sneezing, ah chew. Oh, are you okay? Are you feeling pressure on your chest? <laughs> like in other words, she no matter what's wrong with me, she instantly assumes I'm about to have a heart attack. She's on standby. Yeah. I mean, isn't that is it messed up that Maybe it's my fault from the way I eat, but like it's just funny that anything. Oh my god, you have a headache? I mean, these are just things that people have every once in a while, right? Like it's your a, left yeah. arm going numb. Yeah, exactly. Base. It's not like my left. If my arm was completely numb, then that's oh my god. I think you're having a heart attack. Not <laughs> wait. Is your nose running? What? <laughs> Do you feel like pressure yet on your chest? <laughs> I was actually leaving the gym, and she called me, and I was like, hello? She's like, why are you breathing so heavy? I said, well, I'm at the gym. Why, though? Why are you still breathing heavy? Because I was just running on a treadmill. You feel like pressure on your chest? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, check. And, 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 you know, I know parents care uh, a lot, but, like, stuff like that almost makes you then go the opposite direction and never tell them anything. Like if anything oh, yeah. ever wrong, you're right. You just don't want to deal with that. Exactly. Like anything wrong. It's like, Oh man, I better keep this quiet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then it comes on to a situation where you're like Prince and you just die one day because you didn't want to tell anyone. Exactly. Oh, well, well not just that, but if you're having a heart attack, it's not going to be her question. Do you feel like pressure on your chest? Are you going to be like, you know what? Now she mentioned it. Yeah, I think I have pressure on my chest. <laughs> that's a that's a great. Point. <laughs> I mean, a heart attack is supposed to be like you drop to a knee kind of deal. Yeah, <laughs> pressure on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> is there any buzz over there, Ryan, about the Misfits reunion? Uh, no. I just saw something posted online about Riot Fest. No, no. I... There's no buzz. Okay, because I work at a rock radio. I work at a rock radio station that has the only alternative new rock station, and then a classic rock station. So the minute this was announced, Glenn Danzig. Did we talk about this last week, Bass? I don't know. Do you remember? Well, or not? I, may, I may not have been there for this part. I don't think we did. Okay, so the, I, I'm a huge fan of Danzig and the Misfits. Everyone knows that. So mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And Danzig actually told Rolling Stone Prince and David Bowie dying were one of the reasons that the Misfits got back together. Because he, re- he realized that after, I think it's been 33 years that they haven't played together. Whatever. 
So I was so excited. I'm running around the station. Hey, did you hear Danzig's back with the Misfits? Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> One guy was wearing a Misfits pin, and I said, hey, Danzig's back with the Misfits. He's like, oh, cool, man. You're wearing a pin. Like, you know, that's a mis- So I, I was saying, I think that most people think that the Misfits are a clothing line and not a band. <laughs> because every, every dork wears a Misfits shirt. But they don't know any misfit songs. And we had Jerry we had Jerry only on this week. I said, Don't you want to punch those people in the face, the posers? He probably doesn't actually, because he's making millions of dollars off them, but Right. But he's like, Yeah, man, he's like, uh, I will have a thing on stage where it just punches posers in the face. <laughs> oh my god. Wouldn't that be awesome though? Wouldn't you love to just have it would just be funny to go to uh, some kind of festival. And whatever T-shirt the person's wearing, you say, name a Misfits song. But you kind of shock them. Like, it's not like they know coming in so they could study. Oh, last caress. All right, cool. Come on in. But it's like, you just go up to the Misfits shirt. Name a Misfits song. If they can't name it, you punch them in the face. Yeah. Or even like, you know, you, you can do different things. Like, finish the lyric. Finish this lyric. I think, know, that, I think that's, I think that's too, I think that's too detailed, but I, I, I would just oh, accept it if they would just say, uh, Astro Zombies, <laughs> and then you let them walk in. <laughs> green Hell, Green Hell. Okay, cool. Come on in. Skulls. So, is, so let me ask you a question, uh, because you asked me if there's buzz. Is, is, is there buzz in Chicago over the Mississippi Union? Well, that's what I was going like, to say. I don't think. Are you hoping there's buzz? Yeah, I don't think anyone cares because I told everyone at the radio station, oh, cool, man. Oh, I think I did see something about that. Well, uh, well because after Guns N' Roses came out together, I don't think anybody really cares about anybody anymore. I mean, unless, unless Led Zeppelin got back together, I think the Misfits right now is kind of a uh, an understatement. Yeah, but the Misfits are like the, the most one of the biggest punk bands ever. And, and, and the, the people who love the Misfits aren't the same people who love Guns N' Roses. At least a lot of them aren't. Did you see too, Ryan? That Rage Against the Machine. There's a countdown. They might be getting back together on their website. I did not. No. Yeah, they have some kind huh. of countdown up. But it, I, I think every band is getting back together. The only one left now, if Rage gets back together, is Led Zeppelin, who haven't been together since like 2007. I think it was. Yeah, I mean, is the are the Misfits doing something beyond Riot Fest? Like, are they planning an actual tour? They're doing Chicago and Denver, I believe, two Riot Fest shows. And then I, I'm pretty sure they're going to plan out a, a world tour and, and maybe an album. Mm, interesting. They want to see and how it goes, goes first. To show you, like, it, with Guns N' Roses, with, and it really goes to show you that anytime someone says, it'll never happen, not in this lifetime, you'll never see us together. Like, there's, there's really no definite never. Anything can happen. Well, think about it. Danzig last time came to Chicago. He played the Rave in Milwaukee, which was like, I don't know, a thousand people. He could instantly play a ten thousand seat place every in every city. Why wouldn't he want that? Like, why wouldn't he want his, his the greatest thing he ever did in most people's eyes were, was the Misfits music. So why wouldn't he want to <laughs> do one last big tour with the Misfits and celebrate that music? Yeah. It just makes it. Yeah, you're right. All these bands. And I, I think because, you know, touring, they say pays more now. Like they make more money off touring than they ever did in the history of music right now. Oh, sure. All these bands. So really the only way to make money in music is touring. So you think about it. Danzig could either play 700 people in like Appleton, Wisconsin, 
where he could come to Chicago and play like the All State Arena, like fifteen thousand people. I see, and and I feel like I feel like people with jobs like that that they get they like forget how great that is. It's almost worth looking past any difference. Like even Oasis, like I, you guys can hate each other so much, but look at what you're doing. Think about how much money you're making. Like think about anyone who just has a regular job. Like you probably sit next to next to a guy in a cubicle you can't stand. You're not just going to stop going to work because <laughs> Tom chews his sandwich loud. Like figure out a way to make shit happen. Yeah, do what you got to do. Yeah, and it's like I mean, sure you hate if they hate each other. Excellent slash hate each other. Fine, but now Guns and Roses are playing Soldier Field, sold out. Second show added. I mean, before they could barely sell tickets for one show at a and way it's a smaller job. venue. It's a job. You don't have to. Axel doesn't have to love Slash. Slash doesn't have to love Axel in order for them to do what they do. Oh yeah, I mean, it, w- like you said, w- what's the other option? It's playing right. a way smaller place. There's no buzz. No one really cares now. Guns and Roses are, are right back to being the biggest rock band in the world, or one of the biggest rock bands, where no one cared about them the last 15 years. Yeah. Do you ever have those yeah. guys come up to you anymore? Ba- base, maybe you have, because this just happened to me at work yesterday. This guy, he goes, yo, let me ask you a question. Who's your favorite rapper, dead or alive? Who's your favorite rapper, dead or alive? And I said, I don't know. Uh, like, how do you even answer that? <laughs> ba- base- well, if you're a hip-hop fan, it's pretty easy, but I, I have not had anybody ask that question. Based on how the guy, because I've had people come up to me and say, this, based on how they look, I'll either say Tupac or Biggie. I'll be, if the guy's fat, I'll say Biggie. If he's if he's like in good shape, I'll say Tupac. And if I if I want to seem really cool, I'll just say Pac. <laughs> what, what what like? Uh, what was that guy looking for? How did he react to whatever he said? So he goes, "Yo, who's your favorite rapper, dead or alive?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't have anything." That's what I immediately said. I'm like, "Oh no, I don't have any money." He's like, "No, no, no, no." He goes, "Let me let me just do a freestyle for you." He goes, "My name's D Balls the Future" or something like that. He's like, "Uh." No, no, let me let me do a little quick freestyle. I'm like, I, I don't have anything. He's like, all right, cool, man. Yo, check me out. D-Ball's the future. And what it is, is they want to freestyle for you. Then they either try to ask you for a donation or they sell you a CD single that they have in their pocket. You guys have never seen this before? I, I have. I, I always get those guys trying to just, they hand me the CD over and over again. Yo, take the CD. Here's a dollar. It's a dollar. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, like... I mean, it's- it's almost the same as like when the, I don't know if they still sell streetwise, but like I remember that's what I was just gonna I say. <laughs> I was like a kid in Chicago. I stepped off of a train station, like with the Randolph Street station. There's a guy just handing papers, and I was like, "Oh, thanks." And I, you know, <laughs> just started walking away. And he's like, "No, nah, man, that ain't free." No, man. The suggested price on that is two dollars. Base is right. <laughs> if someone just hands you a CD, all right, cool, thank you. It's just uh, like an unspoken, it's an unspoken thing that you now owe him money for something you didn't want. <laughs> and the worst is that he gives it to you like it's free. Then if you yes. don't give him money, he takes it back. Yes. <laughs> he actually takes exactly. it back. It's like those guys that come up and just start spraying your windshield while you're at a red light. Yeah. No, no, I didn't ask for this. I'm not, I, No. And, and it's I always definitely a- did ask you to wipe it off with a used newspaper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I never, I never 
dry my windows off with a newspaper. Why is it acceptable when a homeless guy does? It gets ink all over. Then you know what I do after after they do that. The first thing I do is I spray my windshield washer fluid and, and use my wipers to clean with the mess they made. <laughs> so I'm just paying them to clean a mess. So it's kind it's kind of like that, right? I, I'll give people money for Streetwise, but I won't take the paper. I'll say, oh, you just right. keep it. I, I mean, I, or, or when they try to clean your, I'll be like, here, just take a dollar. You don't, no, let me let me clean your, no, it's okay. You have to clean the windshield. Yeah, no, and the same with D-Ball's the rapper, D-Ball's the future. Yo, the All future. you would doing is, take, is taking, you'd be taking something that you're either going to throw away immediately or like <laughs> you're, you're preventing him from actually selling that to somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe someone actually wants it. Some asshole. Some some, you know, douchebag who looks like Macklemore. Yo, wait, wait, yo, wait, wait. What, what's your name? The Future. D Balls. That's pretty cool. D Ball. The Future. Dude, your, your flows are that hot, and you only sell this CD for but one dollar. <laughs> you know, there's some white guy when when D Balls is going. I'm the future. I'm the one who comes from the top down. I'm the future. He's like, oh, Ooh. yeah, exactly, face, exactly. Ooh. He's, he's, doing, he's doing the look around to make sure everybody else sees what just happened. Did you just hear that? And 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 the the <laughs> they claim it's a freestyle, but it's obviously not. Every no. rap. I remember Kanye West was on Big Boy show. That's a show out there by you, Ryan, in Los Angeles. Yep. And he did. A, he goes. Big big boys like oh Kanye you want to do a freestyle now a freestyle would be if you walked in a room and you saw a bunch of people you didn't know and you started ripping on them and there's no way you would know now if you go I'm like Steve Jobs but I took two bites out the apple I'm like Steve Wozniak but I ain't the one who be falling back <laughs> like that's something you obviously thought about it has nothing to do with three slobs right. sitting at around yeah. a, a a control board. <laughs> So most of these freestyle guys, it's all stuff that they they've worked on. It's not they're oh, not yeah. just coming up with it. No. Yeah, true freestyles. If you say, "All right, do a freestyle about the circus," go. Oh shit! No, I don't feel like yeah. doing that. But how about if I freestyle on the sky? Okay, <laughs> go ahead, D balls. The sky, oh my! The sky, oh my! What the sky, oh my! Comes down on me. All right, that'll be five dollars. <laughs> like how how much how much of a rhyme do I get for my money? Wouldn't Wouldn't you like to push it? I mean, I don't care. I'll give the guy a dollar, right? But what do I get for my dollar? Like nah, nah, D balls. I need sixteen more bars, son. Give me, I need, yo, D balls. First, hit me with sixteen. Then hit me with sixteen more. Oh shit, man! I only worked out sixteen. <laughs> Fuck, man! Just give me but fifty cent then. Give me a half dollar at least. I'll hit you with uh, the first sixteen. How much, rhyme, how much rhyme do I get for my dollar? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Why? Why don't we do more of that? Look, if we're all walking together, why can't we have fun with a guy? Like, why do we have to immediately put our head down and say, "No, I don't have anything. I don't have any money on me." Like why would I? Why would I not have money? Who walks downtown without any money on them? I always well, some have. People, some people just have ATM cards. Not everybody's got cash out. I know, but most people have at least. I mean, if your D balls the future, and every single person says, "No, I don't have anything on me, man. Sorry, I'd love to hit you. I'd love to take care of you, bro, but I ain't got nothing." At least sixty percent of those people are lying. Mm-hmm. 
Especially when you see them buying something with cash immediately. Like, they walk into Dunkin' Donuts and D-Ball's standing outside of and buy something with cash. Well, I mean, it'd be, one, it'd be one thing if you walked out and it was just D-Ball sitting there all by himself. But the minute you pass him up, there's three guys going, yo, let me speak to you right quick about LGBT rights. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yo, you want to save the kids and the planet? No, that's all right. Yo, you want to buy some M&Ms for my basketball team? But we just made that up 10 minutes ago. Like, you're just constantly getting hit up for shit like that. That one's the best where it's like, sponsor this basketball camp, and it's just a Microsoft Word document that says basketball camp, and then it has yeah. like 1 through 10, and like two people signed it. Yeah, we, we asked for a suggested donation of $18. <laughs> suggested <laughs> but, donation. I, I think a good rule of thumb for me anyway is like, if I'm going to see it, Anytime I, I see a clipboard, like, out in public, that's, like, if you can spot it from, a, like, a bit away, you either fake a phone call or you cross the street. Yeah. Like, there's no, nothing ever good happens when someone approaches you with a clipboard. A clipboard or one of those, like, vests where it's clearly somebody working there. Yeah. Yeah. I always go into my glue technique where you just get on the phone, fake conversation about glue, wood, and boards. And we've talked about this before, but there's really nothing... It sounds so real because if I say, wait, what? No, no. So here's what you do. You take the 14 boards, you put one layer of glue underneath and really get a nice coat. Then you put down the, the second set of – and then by the time you get to the second – when you have to bring up boards again, you usually walk past them. Yeah, it's, it, it really is a great technique because, because most people fake calls and are like, huh? Oh, yeah, I'll be home around five. <laughs> You're right. Like, why would no I lie about glue call. and boards? No one does a fake phone call. I'm like the eighth step of assembling something with boards and glue. Yeah. So so here's That's what you right. got to do. Take the screw gun. I want you to get four screws on each board. I want you to put two layers of glue. Then put another layer of boards. Like, what are you building? Anyway. But it doesn't matter. One last thing about, about I was just thinking about D-Ball as the rapper. Regardless of how he's hustling for his money or whatever, like, shadiness he's up to, guys like him have something I don't, and I almost admire it. Like, the ability to just not care. Oh, like, yeah. They, they just, like, if I'm getting a haircut, I pray that the woman doesn't talk to me. <laughs> that, guy goes out, that guy goes outside all day and just tries to, like, talk to people. Yo, I'm the future. Check me out. At, and then it's always a link like uh, playgalaxy.com slash dballsthefuture.net. Or oh, it's like something backslash MySpace. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, what's, what's that other site that was like MySpace that's even more pathetic? Friend, oh, like friend, Friendster? Yeah, Friendster. <laughs> yeah, check me out. Uh, Friendster.com slash music slash rap slash D balls. That's B A L L Z D A future. So D B A L L Z D A F U T U R E dot com. Check me out. Okay, I'll remember that D balls. <laughs> that pretty much goes for anyone promoting something. Shouldn't it be very easy to find whatever it is? Not, uh, yes. yeah, so if you want to find my podcast, it's the Open Wounds of the Sea uh, Podcast Network <laughs> dot net. <laughs> and then a lot a lot of the words, you, you wouldn't even know how to spell them because there's different spellings. 
<laughs> or if they say, uh, my podcast is 36gageprods.com. <laughs> like, do I type in 36? Is it P-R-O-D-S? Is it P-R-O-D-Z? Is it the numbers three and six? Yeah, it's real easy to find me. It's uh, 36gageprodsentertain.net. Uh, <laughs> what are the odds of anyone remembering that? Ever. Never, ever. <laughs> it, the streetwise thing always reminds me of those guys. And we've talked about this before, I think, on the serious. Or no, I think we talked about this on when we were doing the shows on WGN. Um, the the speaker salesman, like, hey, bro, do you like dope music? <laughs> like you'd be you'd be walking out of Walmart. Hey, bro, do you like your speakers to bang? Come over here, let me show you something. And they'd have those boxes of speakers. Yo, can you go home and get some cash? Could you ask your mom for money? <laughs> it was so creepy. Do you think your mom would give you three hundred dollars? This comes with a woofer, subwoofer, and everything. I feel like, and I, I, I may have said this too, I feel like it's got to work enough time that that is a worthwhile like, way to spend your time. Well, remember we it had the guy call in who said it was a real like business. If anyone would go, oh yeah, man, I'll, cool, I'll, I'm right behind you. Here we go. Let's go listen. <laughs> like, no one would do that that I know. But clearly enough people do that those people think it's a valuable like use of their time. Well, it was always two guys in a van. They'd slide the door open. Hey, man, you like to pound your bass? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you like it dope, right? Real dope on your headphones? <laughs> yeah, why? What's up? You like subwoofers <laughs> and speakers, too? Come on over here. Let me show you what I do. <laughs> and they tried to sell you. It was always like. Whatever the price was, you could get them down to like one tenth of whatever. Like they'd start out at thirteen hundred dollars. Like, well, I only have seventy dollars. All right, I usually wait. Wait, what? Hang on, let me ask the boss and the guy in the yeah, front let me seat. Make a call. You know what? Let's make an exception. He looks like a nice guy. <laughs> Yo, let me page my boss. Let me see what we could do. Okay. All right, it's cool. Just, it's almost. It, it reminded me like one of the first times I was in New York. They have like a a street they call Jewelers Row, where it's just all jewelry stores and yeah. all. It, the guys on the sidewalk that like run the places, and you walk down, and they're like, "For you, good price. Come inside. For you, good price. For me, <laughs> why me? Right now, for just for me. Yeah, a is, good price. Is right my now. money is my oh. money greener or something? Like what? What is it about me? <laughs> you like what you see? For you, I give good price. I give good price. Do I have the new Harriet wow. Tubman's? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yo, man, just give me give me four Tubmans. I'll give you these speakers. <laughs> oh, man. And it, it, it was always creepy. Anytime someone tells you, you think your mom can give you some more money? Doesn't it just sound like... Oh, it just sounds... So, hey, okay, let's... Okay, look, can you... Okay, 70 is fine, but can you ask your mom for another 40? You think your mom would give you another $40? What adult tells someone... That's the most desperate, pathetic... <laughs> <laughs> You think your mom could give you another 50? Could you ask your mom? <laughs> and then you would ask your mom for money. <laughs> hey, mom, I got this great deal in the parking lot. And my mom's like, he's not out in front of the house, is he? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's cool, though. <laughs> he 
he's he's not sitting out in front of the house right now, is he? I'm like, oh yeah, but it's fine. No, it's not. What an idiot. Could you imagine if you brought him you're like here just just come in real quick and he's standing like right in right in front of you're asking your mom if she has like any cash in her <laughs> Mom, I already gave him the only seventy dollars I have, but could you give me another sixty? How much are these figures worth? Oh man, they're worth a thousand dollars. Mom, it's a thousand dollars. And why do I even need speak? I had no use for speakers. Uh, where are you going to set these up, Abe? Oh, I don't know. I'll probably figure something out. And then you then you cut to boxes of speakers being used to like keep my clothes on and stuff. I was thinking about this the other day. I had this guy telling me about how, like, he's having all these problems with his family and stuff, and he might get divorced and all this stuff. And then I was thinking about that the only things I cared about at the time were the new episode of Game of Thrones and the Misfits reunion. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what a re- at, at thir- I'll be 35 in August. What a ridiculous life I live. But, I mean, it's not a bad – it's actually a good life that I have – that that's what I'm worried about at this point. Yeah. Because, like, worrying about other things to me – don't seem like as much fun as worrying about like base. I'm sure you have real problems, right? Like DJ has to get shots and such. Yeah, I, I have what's called adult problems, Abe. Yeah, and and I'm like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen with Jon Snow this week on Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh man, I was actually you're he like, was he was you're, actually you're telling like Peter Pan. <laughs> but he was actually telling he was in the middle of telling me something, and I'm like, oh shit. And he's like, what? And I'm like, oh, this is just my Game of Thrones thread. <laughs> he's telling me about all the problems. And like, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually reading texts about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's wrap it up on this, guys. So a family member, I won't say who it is, sent everyone in our family a letter. And it said... Um, we got married in a private ceremony and um and this this is this is the most ridiculous thing ever so no one even talks to this person he he said we got married in a private ceremony and since we didn't have showers we, we you know we we weren't able to have showers like you know wedding showers yeah if you'd like to send a monetary gift we're registered at this list of places So basically, he sent a letter telling people to send him gifts. No one talks to them. But they want people who didn't even get invited to their wedding or their their reception or anything just to send them gifts because they got married. Crazy. It, it, honestly, it, it, it's a very it's it's like one it's the it's a step away from what D Ball of the Future is doing. You're basically like <laughs> you've now you've now stepped into this situation where you feel compelled or like it crosses your mind. Like that's crazy, dude. See, I think that that's worse because at least devolves is just I'm just shooting at the dartboard. If something sticks, I get money for it. These are people that you know that are related to you, telling you you're not good enough to be at my shitty wedding. Yeah, but I would be more than happy to take your gift. And still probably not talk to you for the next 20 years. Yeah, why, why would I want to send you a gift? For what? Oh, because we're just getting started. We, we, you know, we had a private ceremony. We couldn't, we couldn't have showers. So if you guys want to send us a monetary gift. What? 
crazy. The balls to ask for really? a gift. I wouldn't even, I, first of all, I wouldn't even go to the wedding if they had a wedding. Let alone, now <laughs> I'm just sending you a gift? Oh, here you go. I hope you guys can really get started with this. Here's a toaster. Oh, you know what? Oh, and by the way, you know, cash is king. So if you guys want to just send us the cash, we, you know, because certain things we already have. That's awesome. I could do, do you one better. I was once invited to a wedding where all it said was, come to the wedding, champagne and, uh, and dessert to follow. So we thought that was it. And next thing you know, the whole uh, groom and bridal party and the parents all kind of bolted. They're like, all right, I guess that's it. Then I go on Facebook, and they had their own, like, party with a DJ and food and all all sorts of shit. So they had two separate parties, and I was like, well, I gave you guys the exact same amount of money I would have given you had it been, like, an actual reception. Wait, so all the losers got invited to a champagne and dessert type yep. situation? And the, and, the, and the dessert was, like, cheap cookies by the supermarket. What, and what this was wow. in? This was in what? And like the, a, and the champagne was like a couple of bottles of entree. And this was in like a panic room, or what, what kind of room did they do? No, this? It was like it was like in the room, like you know, like churches have like a side room for like yeah, I guess little like little yeah, after, it, was, yeah. It, was, it, it may have been about the size of my apartment with no air conditioning. And then you're like, man, everybody's bold. Let's get the hell out of here. This is kind of a uh, kind of a weak wedding. And then you go on Facebook and you. You see a DJ, you see the groom, like, you know, flipping his girl around the, in, a, in a bigger hall, and you're like, all right, that was clearly not the champagne ceremony. I was <laughs> yeah, there, there are some so wedding- really, what, what you did, base was pay for that second. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what I did. The first, thing, the first one paid for the big party. As a matter of fact, uh, base. like, what the hell is at your your champagne and cookie event they actually probably opened up the cards in the parking lot to pay for the other hall they're like you still owe us five grand they're like well we had 50 morons who each gave us a hundred dollars to eat cookies how long was that base like a half hour if that i mean they were i mean by the time we got in the car and we're driving back it was like uh what Reception hall was this at? I'm like, <laughs> oh, those motherfuckers! <laughs> wow. There are a lot of weddings you go to where you wish you could just open your card back up and take the money back out. <laughs> you're like, wow. I mean, especially if it's someone you don't care about. Like, there's some there's some people that you just want to give them a good gift just because you know. Maybe they don't have a lot of money. You, you right. actually, you've, you've, you've known them. You, you, you don't. It, it's and as a matter, you, you, you're happy that they're getting married. You don't really care how the event is. You're just sure. happy for yeah. them. You want to give them a gift. But those fringe wedding invites, you still give them a good gift, and then it's like, all right, it's uh, it's pull out, pull whatever out of your pocket to eat. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like that wedding where you're, uh, where you were, where you were the best man for your buddy, and you can tell the first ten minutes of that reception, the wedding wasn't going to last, and you're like, "Man, I wonder if I could take that check back right now." Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 that's another thing. If they get divorced within six months or a year, shouldn't you just get your money back? <laughs> like, shouldn't it be a you refund should. policy? You that's a great idea. I mean, you should actually a wedding gift should actually be put in escrow. And it gets released after one year of marriage. <laughs> That's pretty great. And don't you think that it would make people at least stay married for a year? Because they're like, man, you know, we could get divorced now, but 
you know, the money's in escrow. And if we just wait, if we, if we ride it out, so that might actually save more marriages. Cause you might actually find that you could work things out. <laughs> like you don't, you don't immediately just, you know, just say, Oh, that because sometimes it's quick. Like if, if you're done with someone, you're like, fuck this. I'm out. But if you actually yeah. have to wait a year and, totally. and like, like starter. Yeah, exactly. It's like on December 14th, that money comes to us. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we have like uh, seventeen thousand dollars coming our way. Base, when you had your wedding, did you open all the money? You opened it all in the hotel room, right after. Oh yeah, that night, man. <laughs> Were you <laughs> that night? I never do. I never do shit like that went down. But you're like, all right, let's see what we got. Let's see what. Let's see who uh, who gave us a check, who didn't, and I remember exactly who didn't show up. Said they would. And we paid for that that plate. Do you were you disappointed with anyone? Uh, yeah, there was one Jill's and in law or whatever. Uh, well, you don't have to be so specific. Co- Base, you don't have to be so specific. It was, it was, it was. Well, that's not like, believe me. These people are listening. It was one of her like older cousins that somehow guilted her mom into having us invite them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, these are these are people with a lot of money. They are you know they'll they'll give you guys a good gift." See, base, I blame you though. You're inviting people for a quote good gift. Like what kind of invite well, no, is that's how, that's how it was explained to her. And I was like, all right, I, I, at that point, I don't care. Whatever. There's like, that's it. But that's what you get for <laughs> inviting someone for a quote good gift. <laughs> well, you only get married once, babe. At least I didn't say, uh, we're not having a wedding. Just send me a gift anyway. Do you That's judge that? Point. Do you judge that person for the rest of, of your time knowing them? Base if they only gave you like thirty dollars. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll wrap. We'll, for, my, for my wedding, I have judged everybody. Like, wow, that person actually likes me a lot more. That person gave me more money than I would have given them for their wedding. That's impressive. We we, we got to run, but remember how I told you guys that I get called like Abe a lot, or Ab or Abby. Yeah. Like, I mean, the name Abe, you know, Abraham Lincoln, one of the greatest presidents ever. Is it that hard to say Abe? Whatever. I heard something more ridiculous than messing up the name Abe. Because I get it. You, I don't know. Maybe you see Abe and you, you don't assume it's Abe, I guess. I was in CVS and this like 50-something-year-old guy, he said he was at the pharmacy and he said, Dior, Dior, Dior Aya. He said, it's like, he's like, this works for Dioria. He was saying diarrhea. Oh, but he called diarrhea. Oh he called diarrhea D. So like D, Dioria, he said. He's like, this work for Dioria. <laughs> like, how do you mess up the word diarrhea? Wow. I feel like, though, I, hearing you say it, Dioria actually sounds. I might start calling it that. It sounds a little like. Nicer. It's, yeah, it just sounds a little like, yeah, it just, it's like a classier diarrhea. Do <laughs> you have diarrhea? <laughs> but the way he said it, I, I wrote it, I saved it in my phone to remember, but I, I he said it like D, D, it was like, he separated it. It's like D or Aya. He's like, does this work for D or Aya? <laughs> like D E E space O R space I space A H D or Aya. Well, because if you're if you're paying attention, you would have noticed it. 
But if he says the word, does this, will this work for my diarrhea? You're automatically looking at it going, that guy's got this shit. That's funny. <laughs> but at the age of like 55 or whatever he was, no one's ever corrected him and said, hey, uh, Merle, it's actually diarrhea. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I'll start calling it that. Like forever, I called Ben Benjamin Benjamin. And you guys all, instead of helping me out, you guys said, ha, 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 what a moron. <laughs> <laughs> but by at least that public display, that, that public shaming you guys did of me, now I always say Benjamin. Yeah, but that's because you're an asshole, and you would do it to us. So <laughs> that guy's probably really nice, and everyone's like, oh, I don't want to hurt that guy's feelings." I think I said I like breaking Benjamin, and you guys are like, ah! Wait, what did you say? <laughs> but at least you guys shame me into saying Benjamin. So the Dioria, the yeah. Dior, you think I'd let it slip if one of you guys said Dioria? <laughs> like that guy has no, that no, guy has no good friends. No one's corrected him. That means you don't have good friends. If someone allows you to do that kind of stuff, and and I've done this before where someone is so ridiculous and you kind of like egg them on because you want to keep them acting ridiculous. Like someone will show up with like a tail and a pink stud earring. Yo, what's up? I just got, I'm like, oh, that's awesome, man. That looks cool. But it's really, you're just making fun of them behind their back. But you're not, you're not good friends with those people. Like you're good friends. Like if you rolled up like base, I told you to shave your head. Remember? Yeah. And and that was like one of the greatest gifts anyone's ever given you. So if the Diarrhea guy had a real friend, he'd say, "Hey, you know, it's diarrhea, man." Oh, it is cool. Thanks. And I'll and then for the, and then if I when I was at CVS, I wouldn't be talking about this for ten minutes on a podcast because he would have said diarrhea. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we'll we'll holler next week. See you. Peace. Thank you, Abe. For all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.